Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Getting crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming up, Freaks. Uh, it's another big show for you tonight from Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Coming up, Rutledge Wood, you know him from NASCAR's motorsports coverage. A little bit of IndyCar coverage. The floor is on fire with hot lava. The floor is lava. That too. <laughs> I guess it would be on fire if it was lava, so okay, makes uh, sense. He and sports car pilot Ryan Eversley decided to cruise across America. So he's going to be joining us in about 12 minutes here in the Freak Nation. Also here with the Freaks, like I said, a big damn show for you. <laughs> hey now. Kenny gets all choked up. You know, it's coming into the holiday season. Oh, Statman. And it's just like, oh, I just, this is our yeah. last show of the year. Oh. Simon Pagino will be joining us here in the Freak Nation as uh, his team is set for the Daytona 24-hour. He will be in here. Uh, Stuart Haas Racing with some news in the NASCAR Cup and Xfinity Series. Uh, Riley Herbst will be here in the Freak Nation. And the fun continues. Statman, you doing all right, bud? You didn't mention uh, Zellerian from Argentina and the Columbus crew. That is so true. That's it. When, when I get a, a, a late-night text from Statman <laughs> celebrating a soccer championship, <laughs> you know – you know that I have had some influence on the one and only Stat Manimus. I knew that yeah, when, when I was writing it, I said this will get this will get him. Whatever he's doing, this will change yeah. his mind. This will put a smile on his face. Absolutely. We were we had a party last night uh, with some of Henley's friends. Not not a large gathering because we were very COVID conscious, but we had a few folks over here and. We were and, all outside, freezing our butts off. Yes, even in Phoenix, freezing our butts off. But we had the fire going, so that was nice. And it was it was apropos that I got the text when I was sitting by the fire with a big, fat Monte Cristo and some whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Statman's, Statman's so text in regards to the Columbus crew winning themselves an MLS championship. Congratulations, Statman. Hey, you know, who needs Michigan? We could beat up on Seattle. You know what I mean? <laughs> And to think, was it just one year ago Columbus was set to be defunct in that the MLS? Was, it was two. Uh, it was two it years was ago. Three years ago, yeah, it was seventeen, and uh, they were wanted to move the team to Austin, Texas. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, some people stepped up and said, "I don't think so." And the owners of the Cleveland Browns finally did something good and got, uh, you know, saved. The, they bought the team and left them here. Mm-hmm. So there you go, Freak Nation. Oh, also, Wayne Taylor. Wayne Taylor Racing. If you're a sports car fan, you know a whole hell of a lot about that team. Speaking of chilling with some whiskey by the fire mm. last night, Wayne Taylor had a bit of a fun weekend. So this could be an interesting interview, to say the least. I think Wayne – didn't Wayne Taylor join us? Was it last year or year before? He had had a few too many red wines, 
and committed to something in that interview where he, he may have offended have. somebody. <laughs> we were asked to, if we could, go back on our website and re-edit that interview. Could you please take this small portion out? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I think he went after some certain individual head of an organization. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we love Wayne Taylor. Just says what's on his mind. Yeah. Uh, and then, we, then the PR people come back and say, yeah, let's just kind of remove that part. Got some Formula One to talk about tonight. But more importantly, is this is going to be our last, last live show of the year. We've got our freakies. We got Freak of the Year, Driver, Rider of the Year, and Race of the Year. We'll get to those three coming up sometime in the next two hours here in the Freak Nation. You follow us on Twitter, right, at Kenny and Crash, at Fox Sports, excuse me, nope, at Kenny and Crash, nope, at Speed Freaks. And, of course, we're there for on Facebook and the website, speedfreaks.tv. And the more I dive into our show, the more places I find out where we are. Not only are we on, on the iHeartRadio app, <laughs> the uh, TuneIn radio app, or the Radio.com app, we're also on iTunes, we're also come to find out from time to time we're on the Audible app. Oh, hey, who knew? Listen, I. Well, that's those are books. I, those are books. You listen yeah. to books, really? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Wow. Uh, some for sometimes every now and then sports byline will put it up on Audible. <laughs> I'll take it. I see our record people or 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 artists or musicians feel now, man. Their music's everywhere. They're not getting paid for it, damn it. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, don't go there. Yeah, I had to go there. All right, coming up in a moment, it's going to resume with some affiliates, Freak Nation. And then Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. Rutledge Wood will be joining us in about seven minutes. Make sure you're part of this big old thing. Going to hit some affiliates and get right back with you. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here with Speed Freaks in the Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Rutledge Wood from the Flores Lava, his NASCAR coverage with NBC Sports, and so much more with our friends at Continental Tire. He'll be joining us in about six minutes. This segment brought to you by our good friends at General Tire, the sister company of Continental Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Winter months are coming. The snow, slush, rain, you head up to the mountains. Make sure you're rolling on General Tires. Those red letters look badass on an F-250 or a Ram. What about a Toyota Tundra? Go with General Tires. Crasher? Well, somehow the most difficult schedule in motorsports, mm, no, probably any sport throughout the world, Formula One, they finally finished their wacky 2020 season in Abu Dhabi this weekend. Seven-time champ Lewis Hamilton returned after weeks off doing, or due to getting sick with COVID, and he was happy to finish on the podium in third. Part of this post-race quote just shocks me. Here's what he said. I knew I wouldn't be physically where I've been the whole rest of the season, but I made it. Where there's a will, there's a way. I'm destroyed. I don't feel good, but I'm happy. I'm grateful I'm alive, and I live to fight another day. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, COVID's no joke, people. Let's just get that through your thick skulls if you, if you do still have thick skulls. Max Verstappen was the one cruising to an easy win to finish out the season for the Red Bull Racing Team. The 24 Hours of Daytona is quickly approaching, and this week gave us a few announcements, including 
the super team put together with a collaboration by Action Express Racing and NASCAR's Hendrick Motorsports. The star lineup will include seven-time NASCAR champ Jimmy Johnson, Indy 500 and IndyCar champ Simon Paginode, Daytona and Le Mans winner Mike Rockefeller, and two-time Daytona winner, two-time recently, Kamui Kobayashi. That team, along with others, tested the Daytona road course this week to wrap up basically all seat time for 2020. Simon Pagano will join us in about 30 minutes to talk about their program and many, many other things as well. Simon's IndyCar team owner, Roger Penske, surprised his most gregarious driver, Elio Castroneves, this week with a bit of an unexpected Penske Hall of Fame induction. Virtually, of course, except for Tim Sindrick flying down to Elio's place in Miami. Several big-name drivers joined the Dirt Midget Showdown in Carolina this weekend, with NASCAR stars Chase Briscoe and Kyle Larson splitting the feature wins. Other news and notes for this rare December weekend of racing can be found on Racer.com and Speedsport.com. Rutledge Wood and more coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Hall Studios. Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop, it was available in your favorite grocery store? Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality. 100% cotton available and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. 
Visit MavTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MavTV. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Ho, 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 ho! Merry Christmas! Speed Freaks, Freak Nation, from the Lucas Oil Studios, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Stat, man, we're all here, man, and and again, 20 years of doing this damn thing, it's incredible that, uh, at least through this year, that we're all still together. This guy, he's been coming to Freak Nation many, many times, you talk about a career that's been going left, right, straight, backwards, front, sideways, circles, uh, squared rims, I have no idea what I'm talking about. On top of lava. Uh, yeah, uh, Rutledge Wood. <laughs> Joining us here in the Freak Nation, NBC Sports. Uh, you can catch him on I- every other freaking network. Uh, Rutledge, uh, so w- what is your latest uh, extravaganza at this point, dude? Oh, my gosh, you guys. First off, thanks for having me. You yeah. know I love you guys. I'm always happy to be here. What a crazy year it's been, right? Who knew that in a year like this, I only got to make it to four racetracks. Mm. Oh. Uh, and, and really... That's four different trips to racetracks. Two of those were the same track, which is Indianapolis Motor <laughs> Speedway. So it's been a weird year. And then on Netflix, I had two shows uh, air. We had, of course, Floor's Lava came out pretty early on. I think it was maybe June. And uh, and was so cool that it literally and figuratively set the world on fire. We had 37 million viewers in the first month, which is insane. Oh. And then American Barbecue Showdown aired a little bit later in the summer and it was so cool because people realized you could have a reality show where people actually like the reality of life and love exists and people can pull for each other and be real teammates and um it was amazing and then this past few weeks you guys know i i kind of got nearish y'all but i was in a little bit different part but i just got to do a fun thing called cruising the continental u.s with my buddy ryan eversley and our friends at continental tire sponsored it and, and as y'all know for so many of us have spent so many years out on the road traveling and going to these sporting events and seeing fans and people and, and the athletes that make all these things happen. This year has been so alarming because you don't, for a lot of us, realize how much our mental health is tied into getting on a highway, seeing the sun come up or go down, and, and going and following your passions and your dreams. And I really felt that because you all know we, we've gotten to do the Hot Rod Power Tour together and that's for people going it's like an 80 mile per hour parade of all sorts of cars and people but because we didn't have that i started to try to think like what could i do where we could make a a safe road trip happen where we could get friends together and so uh that's that's what i pitched out and we made it work and uh i was lucky enough to go bar a brand new toyota gr supra 2021 ryan had an accurate nsx he was in the car behind because you gotta make it safe i don't know where ryan's been he's a race car driver he's a weirdo (laughs) so uh and then we had our crew who all worked together in charlotte and had made their own little bubble and they followed us but boy we had a time of our lives i just wish y'all could have been there with us it looked like all the fun you could have, but tell me this. Did you sing in Winslow, Arizona? You know we did. And Good. and having been through Winslow once before, but I was on a motorcycle and it was with the Kyle Petty charity ride, we didn't have the time then when we went through to really stop and, and see it. We just kind of rolled by as we went on to our next town. 
What a charming place Winslow, Arizona is. <laughs> and the taco stand in New Mexico. Here, here's the cool things. I mean, getting on Continental Tire Rubbers and just cruising the U.S., it's like you do have the time to actually spend in these little towns and to get to know the, the idiosyncrasies that are so cute and unique because, like you brought up earlier, we travel for races or for other events or other TV shows, and you're, you're boom, 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 you're out, you're going, but you don't spend actual time in those towns all the time. This time you could. So tell me about the taco place in New Mexico and the people that you met. Oh my gosh. I mean, it, it was just, it, that's absolutely what the idea was. Let's, let's go see some of these smaller towns and get off the interstate and, and go enjoy it. And that to me was what, um, that was really like what made it all work. And, and to see, you know, Ryan had fans that listened to his program, Dinner with Racers, which is a great podcast and show on Amazon. You know, these folks went out and met us in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, to, to stop at a taco stand and to see, for me, I got to see a bunch of, um, my family's old places in Morelia, New Mexico, where my dad grew up. And, you know, my kind of like my uncle, uh, Mike, uh, had us at his sunset motel there in town. And hmm. it just one stop after another reminded me of number one, Route 66 is still something that's incredibly special. And I hope that we, you know, as parents can continue to show, you know, not only our kids, but hopefully future generations that like once this was the gateway to, just anything, right? It was this gateway to whatever it is you want to find and go explore. It's out there. And whether it's a, a little restaurant or a garage or, you know, the TP curios uh, that we saw in Tucum Carry, there's just so many cool things that exist off of the interstate. And I think that was the joy. But what it made me realize, and, and I feel like you guys could get along with it, but like, what if we started doing that every year? What if we decided cruising the continental U.S was what we should do. And, and this year, you know, we knocked out probably 10 states. But what if that's the goal is every year to, to hit five or six states in a different way mm. and have the time to go out and explore and things? Because right now, especially, I mean, there's so many restaurants and, and tourism groups that are just hurting so bad because people Ooh. haven't gotten out. But the road right now is, is honestly, it's like kind of the safest way to go because hotels are having put all sorts of new policies in place. I don't feel like I've had a cleaner traveling experience <laughs> than I did on this trip. So I feel like you guys could get with why that's so important, but getting out there and making it to some of these towns and getting takeout and, and just trying to support in the ways we can felt so good. Freak, Ni Freak Nation on Twitter, just type in hashtag cruising the continental U.S., and you'll see Ryan and Rutledge Wood, Ryan Eversley, sports car pilot. You could follow him on Twitter. You could catch him on Netflix, of course, with his coverage with NBC Sports and the NASCAR coverage that he provides. And it's, it's a great point, though, Rutledge, when you talk about getting out into the States. That's one positive that COVID-19 and the, our quarantine time has allowed us to do is to get into corners, nooks and crannies of our house and maybe places of our city and our state that we haven't been able to get into. Granted, it's somewhat solo or just with your family or with Ryan Eversley. What's something that you pulled from this trip from coast to coast that was like a, a holy smokes moment? I think for me, when we went through the Petrified Forest, mm -hmm. uh, it's a place that I've passed before. Uh, you know, when I used to work for Country Music Television, my first job out of school, I was pulling up a 36-foot show trailer all over the U.S. and I would see signs for places like the National Forest, um, the Petrified Forest, or maybe even, you know, the, the gigantic meteor crater. And I never had time to go to any of them. And I, we went there and met this incredible couple who was moving 
from San Francisco to Bristol, of all places. We just happened to see them. They had a really sweet dog with him named Frank. We became buddies with Dave. Of course, like we're all wearing masks and we're just doing our, our normal stuff and trying to be cool. But when you can take a minute and go into a place like the Petrified Forest and you see the painted desert and you can stand there on a rock and just take like three big breaths in and out and, and sit there and realize like what an unbelievable landscape we we've been gifted with this place that we live. I mean, cause in one respect, I just realized we're on a marble furling through space. This is pretty crazy. This is pretty crazy right now. The technology for us to be in these different places and talk and be friendly blows my mind. But the fact that there are these amazing spots out there, like that in Winslow, Arizona, Tucumcari, New Mexico. You know, there's so many cool spots. I, I went to Lake Havasu and saw Tony Stewart and Leah Pruitt. Right. I'd always wanted to go out on the lake there. I have no idea how people can speak to each other there in the summer. We saw two boats at different times. And it's, I thought I knew what loud was. I've been to a lot of NASCAR races, been in NHRA. Y'all, those boats were nowhere near us and you couldn't talk. And I'm sure in the summer, it's just one after another. And that's what they were cracking up about. But yeah, yeah it's just it's a great time to get out. Rutledge Wood is in the Speed Freaks pits. Thanks to our friends at Continental Tire. Rutledge, you're in the Toyota and Ryan is in the Acura. I need some frankness from you now, buddy. What was the road that you were on that allowed you to reach the triple digits? Um, you know, uh, I'll tell you, legally, of course, um, there's a couple real good stretches of highway that have, uh, let's say a 75 mile per hour, yeah. uh, speed limit. And mm-hmm. if you were at say zero and then planted your foot firmly on the accelerator, it was possible to see who could rapidly reach that speed before the other person. And, you know, we were trying to make sure we got some good shots for it. So I, I will say this, I was very very impressed with the 2021 GR Supra and its bump and power. The NSX, uh, as y'all know, I would refer to as a supercar versus the Supra, which is a sports car. So I'm not going to compare the two. The NSX uh, is so stupid fast and it doesn't really make any sense as you're watching it happen, but a delightful car nonetheless. And it did help the Continental. We started the trip at West Coast Customs, mm-hmm. which does a lot of work with Continental. And our faces were actually on the hood of our cars. And on paper, that sounds really funny. And then you see it in person and you immediately think, this was a terrible idea. <laughs> Everywhere we go, there's no doubt who's driving that car. So it did help remind us that we were in logo vehicles. And at no point would we be doing anything stupid on the road because <laughs> you basically holding a huge sign that says, oh, no, it's definitely me in here. <laughs> well, who gets these cars? Who gets the the Rutledge Supra? And who gets the Eversley Acura now that the trip is said and done? Oh, gosh, I wish the people driving them got them. But uh, we both <laughs> borrowed these cars and uh, put them out in Ohio did the trip and are uh, cleaning them up and are going to give them back. But people can go to that website, cruisingcontinentalus.com. And uh, sign up and register to win free tires because we gave out some free tires along the route when we saw people that either needed them or fun folks that we met, like that couple with the Petrified Forest. And uh, so, yeah, people can sign up, go win some great free tires. But I wish we were going to get to keep these or give them away. Maybe that can be part of it in the future. There you go. Because mm-hmm. I think, oh, guys, four corners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of cool places we could go in the U.S. and then give the cars away after. Oh, no, without question. Now, hold on, though. I I loved 
how you guys were giving away free tires. There were a couple pictures you posted, obviously, on social media throughout the trip. The Ghostbuster car. You left a note wow. on that windshield. <laughs> Did I mean, do you know if these guys, like, if if they uh, eventually got that paper and they eventually turned it in for free tires? Because, yeah, their tires were bald. Oh, yeah, that thing was rough. And that was one of our last mornings. I think we were in Memphis and we saw, it was like an old crowd Vic that had a Ghostbusters oh. thing on the door and you see that part. I know for sure they got that because we wrote a little note on the back, left it on the windshield. This couple came out as we were doing it, and oh. they thought, oh, I, I don't know, remember, if somebody's cheating, like, it was all over, you kind of looked over the So his car thought they need tires. Well, they sent it in because we saw the, the picture. They had to fill out this form, and they said, uh, what tires do you want? And we were implying, hey, look at Continental's amazing website out, you know, your model, everything you need, and then it will show you every different tire size that fits you. And they asked for a different brand of tires that happened to be the same crappy one that was on their car. And they were like, this is what I'd like. And we all giggled. We were like, no, we're we're going to give you Continentals, which are incredible tires compared to the crap that they had on there. But sometimes you got to remember, if you drive a Ghostbusters Crown Vic every day, it's possible you don't know what great tires are. So hopefully they're going to love what we send them. You know Rutledge Wood from his work on NASCAR on NBC, NBC Sports. Rutledge, what are you going to be doing next year, or do you know what's in store for NBC Sports and you next year? Well, we certainly are. I mean, I don't know how we could all not be so excited about Jimmy Johnson taking aim at an Indy car doing all the road courses. I'm still getting thrown off why he's not doing the old At some point, I'll get to ask him that question, but... Uh, there's going to be a, you know, I thought NASCAR did an amazing job. They were really leaders this year as far as sports going, trying to figure out how do we get back to normal and make things work and all the testing procedures and everything we had to do. Uh, my hat's off still to them and, and what a great job they did and all the team that, um, you know, NASCAR and NBC, the way that we had to make changes and the hoops we had to jump through really went great. So, you know, hopefully we're all looking forward to getting back to as normal of a schedule as we can. And, uh, I think the IndyCar changes are going to be amazing. The, the Nashville street course for Indy is going to be insane. Um, I just, me personally, I can't wait to get back at it. You know, it's been such a weird year. A lot of people, I, God, I feel so bad for my bosses who had to make schedules 800 different times and change them sometimes daily hmm. in the things that they were handed. But uh, still, we, we had a great season afterwards. I can't believe Chase Elliott's a champion. Like, how wild is that? <laughs> and merchandise sales just crushed the day after he was crowned champion. I mean, that's that's saying something for the sport of NASCAR. Merchandising, right? Yeah, absolutely. I was, I, you know, during that last race, I had to do it remotely. And there was, I don't know, probably halfway through the race, I got on my phone and I was looking at, at Google Maps and trying to figure out, can I make it to Dawsonville in time? <laughs> If he wins, but it's Chase Elliott fans. Y'all know how many times did we watch him dominate three quarters of a race and then something crazy would happen and he'd end up second at the last minute. So a part of me was like, if I go, I'm afraid I'm going to jinx him. I'm just going to stay right here. I'm going to watch all of this. It'll be cool. And then we were able to do uh, basically like a Zoom with the Dawsonville pool room and got to see all those people just go crazy. And I love how they went there brought a show car out and my man put on a show for his hometown. And and you guys know too, when you see a driver have the kind of emotion that we saw out of Chase Elliott in Phoenix, you can't 
you can't put that away. We all know that you really have that. He's always been so cool and calm, but we saw those tears of joy and happiness and, and the difference in his voice. And I love that. And I think once he realizes that, like, oh, dude, we love you exactly the way you are. We always want to know how you're feeling. I think it's always going to be better and better. Right. Uh, nothing would make me happier than be able to uh, hug your sweet flesh in 2021. Don't know if we'll be able to do that, but I hope we can uh, break bread in 2021, bud. Amen. I miss you guys so much. I hope we can. And if not, I'm going to make a life-size inflatable that has a hugging kind of apparatus, and I'll send you guys one. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That a boy. Hug the rut. Yeah, whoa. Yeah. All right. Rutledge, uh, happy holidays to you and yours, my friend. You guys, too. I love y'all. Speed Freaks Nation. Can't yeah. wait to see you guys. Bam. Rutledge Wood here in the Freak Nation. Always fantastic when the rut hangs with the freaks. Hug the rut. Driver of the Year. Next, but first, your Stat Man Scat. It's the Stat Man Scat. Oh, no. Watching the ceremony at the start of Sunday's Formula One race in Abu Dhabi, it hit me. What a shame it would be to see this year's ceremonial calls for change be reduced to ritual in the future. Formula One drivers have spent the year calling for an end to racism. Hopefully someone watching this year has had their heart changed somehow. It would be sad to see the 2020 protests, pleadings, and politics just surrender into ritual in 2021. The pandemic has stolen much more than time and events in the past nine months. For many, the sickness and death has stolen the will to overcome. Can the intensity of motor racing and the competition of sport help ignite human will again and change the normal that created the upheavals of 2020. Let's hope so. There's too much at stake to see 2020 become ritual in 2021. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, this segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Do yourself a favor. Check out all the lines of products from Lucas Oil at lucasoil.com. Or head over to your favorite AutoZone, O'Reilly Auto Parts, Advance, Napa. They got them. You go get them to keep your ride on the road. Make sure you're running with the OG. And that's Lucas Oil, lucasoil.com. We do it. Every year about this time, we award our freakies. You know, they have the academies. They have the... Uh, Tonys, the Emmys, we got the Freakies. We got three categories. One is Driver of the Year, Driver, Rider of the Year, Freak of the Year, and Race of the Year. And we're going to hit Driver, Rider of the Year. Statman, your Driver, Rider of the Year is? Who else? Lewis Hamilton. I took the easy way out. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> seventh world title. Uh, Let's see. He holds the outright records for the most wins, pole positions, won 11 races this year, podium finishes, points finishes, career points, uh, tied uh, Michael uh, Schumacher for most points, won this year's championship by 124 points despite missing one event. How about that? Yeah, you took the easy road there. Thank you for yeah, but come on. Is there really any competition in this year? I mean, let's just add on to what Stepman is saying about all this, the statistics of Lewis Hamilton Two in the minutes. year 2020. 
and then add on the fact that, yes, he did miss a race because of being positive and pretty sick from COVID-19. Oh, and also really helped to spearhead the movement of Black Lives Matter all around the world. So, yeah, all of that while winning his all his record statistics. Not too shabby. Crasher, driver, rider of the year. Because I knew Statman was going to go with Lewis Hamilton, I thought, okay, yeah, that's that's uh, that's the obvious choice. But so honorable <laughs> mention, I'm going to say Scott Dixon, the first driver mm. to get six championships mm. in a season. Now only second to AJ Foyt with seven. Will he go on to get seven? It'll be fun to watch. And he did so by pretty much dominating the entire first half of the season. He and his his Ganassi teammates. So yeah, Scott Dixon. Love you it. stole my thunder, damn it. <laughs> you stole my thunder. Well, Statman stole mine, so there. <laughs> I wanted to go with Scott Dixon as well, because he'll admit, typically, he's the hunter for his championships. Yeah. But towards the tail end of his championship for IndyCar this year, he, he was the hunted. Mm-hmm. And for him to do it, Statman, we talk about age until we sh- – okay, we talk about age every year with drivers. 40-year-old Scott Dixon winning yet another freaking championship – and I just I think the combination of Scott Dixon and IndyCar with Chip Ganassi, I don't know if he could have done it with Penske or any other team, Andretti, other than with Chip Ganassi. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? Yeah, I agree with you. That's a hundred percent true. I think that's just a great combination between those guys. All right, so we've got Scott Dixon for Crasher and yours truly. I didn't have a backup. Sorry about that. I was gonna throw my backup into that for my freak of the Okay, we'll get to that yeah, later. No, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, but I think overwhelmingly, Lewis Hamilton is the driver of the Yeah, year. I'll give you that one. Holy smokes. That is absolute bonkers. Because you're right. You miss a race, <laughs> and you still win the championship and you miss by a race triple freaking digits? Because of being COVID-19 positive and actual <laughs> sickness. Oh, uh, It's absolute bonkers. Freak Nation, his name is Simon Pagino. Speaking of IndyCar. Uh, He's set for the Daytona 24-hour, which, of course, will be run supposedly next month in Daytona. Uh, He'll be joining us next. Also coming up in the second hour, Wayne Taylor and Riley Herbst, all from Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. After your engine, the transmission is the second most important component of your car. If you maintain it, it will shift properly and get you down the road without problems. But if you don't maintain it, problems are coming your way. Lucas Transmission Fix can clean and lubricate sticking valves and renew worn bands to make your transmission shift properly and stop leaking. It's compatible with all transmissions and transmission fluids lucas transmission fix it works hey you want the easiest car care ever right there's a couple lucas oil products you got to get your hands on one lucas slick mist fast and easy speed wax two tire and trim shine and three interior detailer it's better than anything on the market so this is what you do you spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface you wipe it off and you're done you think you can handle that 
Lucas Interior Detail rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. The Cox blockers the albuquerque chupacabras and the arizona pricks yeah we got your attention now don't we these aren't real sports teams but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos each team has a history and a meaning behind it like the akron rubbers the boston accents or the cape cod scrod and these t-shirts are awesome made with the highest quality 100 cotton available and are just stupid soft grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com that's awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out. General Tire brings you this segment. Go to GeneralTire.com to check out the tire for your righteous ride. We're heading into the winter months for that big old fat truck SUV. Put some red under General Tires in that bad boy. Make sure you get up the mountain okay and that's slush and snow. Go to GeneralTire.com. It's GeneralTire.com. Simon DePagino, Indy 500 winner, IndyCar Series champion, joining us here in the Freak Nation as he gets set for the 2021 Daytona 24-hour uh, here in the Freak Nation. This sounds weird because as I'm saying this, Simon, it feels like I've asked this before. Do you think we will get the Daytona 24-hour underway, given the fact that we are still in the grips of the COVID-19 situation? Has there been a discussion about w- we if we will get this thing underway? <laughs> well, first of all, hi. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey. Hey. It's great to be on the show again. Right. Um, but... Uh, Hey, you know what? I just you, we're just gonna be uh, going by the day here. It, it doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, we we all in this together. We'll see what happens. Um, in my uh, knowledge, it's happening, um, and I hope we will have fans around. You know, that's uh, it's it's just a weird situation. Yeah, you know what? I think that's you just nailed it. it we're gonna go on as if it's happening. What we have learned in the year 2020 is what NASCAR was able to do, and then it translated over to IndyCar and NHRA and sports cars, is that the events can go on. It just might not be as fan-organized as it has been in the past. And But the fans can still watch on TV. But the bottom line is the events will still go on. And that, for everybody, is good because it keeps you guys active, it keeps people employed, and it still gives the fans what they want, and that's damn good racing, even if it is just on TV. Absolutely. I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's, uh, 
you know, we we found, we managed to find a way to um, apply our sports uh, despite not having fans at the racetrack. But uh, you know, it's a little harder for sports car racing, especially the the big races like Daytona, because there are a lot of teams coming from other countries and oh. continents. Uh, so it's a little harder for them, I think. But um, so far, so good. We've just tested uh, this week uh, with Action Express and the Cadillac with uh, Jimmy Johnson and Mike Rockefeller. So uh, we had a great time. Speaking of those names, you're going to add Kobayashi, Kamui Kobayashi, to your Daytona 24-hour team. And there's articles that I'm reading about the process of putting this team together. And Action Express was very deliberate in picking you four drivers. What does that mean? They were very deliberate. Is it is it the uh, the series that you guys come from? Your style of driving? What is it? Um, you'd have to ask them directly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think you know, obviously, Action Express is a very professional team. It's owned by Jim France, um, and uh, he's uh, he's very passionate about the sport. I, I had the chance to drive for them in in 2016 already, so. We had great, um, uh, great relationship, um, and uh, you know I went on to continue my duties uh, as a Team Penske driver in uh, sports car racing um, with Acura Team Penske. And uh, since the program uh, is finished now, I uh, I was allowed by Team Penske to uh, to continue a race the Daytona 24, which I've been chasing for many years. Mm. So uh, uh, I think you know it, it's pretty impressive lineup. It's um, you know we all have. Uh, impressive, um, I would say, uh, hunting boards, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is really cool. And, and what's really cool is to see, you know, a champion, a legend of NASCAR, a champion of Le Mans, and, and, and a champion of Daytona with a champion of the Indianapolis 500 get together. I think it's uh, it's really cool for the fans, and it's, it's really exciting for us drivers as well. Well, the talent is absolutely there. And like you said, the accomplishments. But what's also cool for the fans is to see that you guys all have really good friendships as well. I had no idea until just recently that you are actually friends with Jimmy Johnson's brother and that you and Rocky get along yes. so well. Yes. Uh, well, J- Jesse is actually uh, a childhood friend of my wife, Haley. So um, Jimmy is from El Caron, which is the same town as uh, Haley's from. So uh, it's a small world. Um, Jesse actually uh, lived with us when we moved to North Carolina uh, for a little bit. And uh, I became great friends with him. And I got to know Jimmy uh, at his wedding, at Jesse's wedding. And um, it's amazing. Uh, it just sounds that we're very, very similar personalities. So uh, uh, I'm very, very excited to be with him at Daytona because, first of all, the friendship is there. And, and then, um, you know, he's someone I looked up to um growing up as an oval racer. So, uh, so it's really cool. And, and Rocky, Rocky, uh, the funny thing is, is we also have friends in common that, uh, uh, love to cook for us at the racetrack and, um, <laughs> and we've got to know, know each other better that way. This is 2016 IndyCar champion and 2019 Indy 500 winner, Simon Pagino. He's getting ready for the Daytona 24 hour in January. Simon, a lot of the drivers in the car are coming from different disciplines. Have you set up a driving order yet? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, we made uh, we made our seats. We um, you know got the installation right at the test. We we just tested this week again, and uh, this was really to um, iron all the kinks and make sure that um, we were going to be ready for the the raw test 
which this year is only a week before the 24 hours of, wow. of Daytona. So we really needed that test to uh, get going. Also, get our car on the track because um, it's a second car that Action Express is putting together. Uh, so it was really good to get uh, get everything going and make sure that uh, we would have some time after that test to uh, address any problems we may have. But so far, uh, so far, so good. The the only thing is, is we haven't met uh, Kam- Kamui Kobayashi yet. Um, so he's going to have to make a seat. But so far, uh, so far, so good. We're on program. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you tested this week, and then you will not be in a race car until the third week of January. No IndyCar, no sports car testing from now until then. So basically a month. That's correct. It's too long. It's way too long. <laughs> it's too long. But I've got a great simulator that I use at home, and, and, and I also train uh, on, on, uh, on the Chevy simulator for my IndyCar and uh, Dallara simulator for, for sports cars. So, you know, there'll be plenty of running and um, the simulators these days, it's just phenomenal. It's just so realistic. So it really allows you to put yourself in, in, uh, in that frame of, uh, of mind. Uh, so we'll be ready. Simon Pagino, <laughs> again, Indy 500 winner, IndyCar Series champion joining us here in the Freak Nation, the Lucas Oil Studios. We've been doing this for 20 years, Simon, which is incredible. Uh, 20 years ago, you were probably just learning how to ride a damn bike. But if you go back into when we started Speed Freaks, there was such a division between cart, uh, open wheel, and NASCAR. And it's still not a shock to the system, frankly, with me, but it still makes me think hearing someone like you talk about the legend, Jimmy Johnson, and really what a great damn driver he is and champion. He's got seven championships. Hearing an IndyCar driver, and I say this in all honesty, compliment a stock car driver still catches me off guard because of the way cart and open-wheel drivers felt about stock cars 20 years ago. You're talking late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, there was such a division between those two. Like The the IndyCar drivers just poo-pooed stock cars, so it's it's awesome to hear (laughs) you talk like that about Jimmy. That's interesting. Um, I didn't get to know those days, so uh, it's interesting you said that. I just, I've noticed a shift in in the way drivers look at each other. I think in in different series, um, and I think there's a, a respect that grew throughout the years. Uh, personally, I, I've used a lot of the NASCAR uh, um, moves. I would say, you know, um, whether it was uh, Dale Jr., whether it's Jimmy, whether it's my teammate at Tim Penske, I've noticed like really impressive moves, you know, um, during races that, uh, have been helping me, um, being creative, uh, while racing on an oval in IndyCar. So, um, in that case, you can only be, um, um, you can only admire the others and use that to your advantage. Uh, it's, it's something that personally I've, I've always done and, um, I'm glad to see it's the same for other drivers, but, um, yeah, I, you know, you have to be, you have to admire, other champions to be a great champion yourself. To me, that's fascinating because I like to see that things have changed. They have evolved for the better over the years. But do you also think that technology has helped out? I mean, whether it's cell phones and you being able to, to text drivers from other series, or it's the fact that you're communicating with them in these simulated races. I mean, has that been a little bit of the help to the, the mutual beneficial relationships as well? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think the, the um, the reach is a lot easier. Um, you know, you you basically 
get to race online now against other champions. You <laughs> you get to understand better who they are as a person also because of social media. Um, and for all these reasons, um, you know, the way that you see people has changed. Um, and, and, you know, before it used to be um, Dale Senior used to make uh, make himself uh, look like a tough guy on TV, right? Uh, but <laughs> nobody knew who he was for real. So uh, I think this, these times have changed and it's harder to um, uh, make yourself a character because um, you can only be yourself these days uh, because people get to see who you are with all this technology. So definitely uh, times have changed massively. <laughs> Simon Baz, you know, we've known you and Jimmy Johnson for a long time. We know who you are and who Jimmy Johnson is, the personalities outside the media. So taking all that into consideration, when you get to the Daytona 24 hour in January, who's going to be throwing the pranks at each other? I don't, I think we'd have to put pranks on other teams to uh, <laughs> make sure we destabilize them. That is a <laughs> good point. Rather than doing it on each other. Uh, I think at this point, we, you know, we're going to make sure we, you know, don't leave any stone unturned and, and just work together and make sure the relationship is strong and, and that we can tell each other everything we need to tell each other. I think, you know, sports car racing is a bit different. Um, you know, it's, it's four guys that go together in one car and uh, we need to make sure we have good communication. So if one guy is tired, he's, he doesn't feel bad about saying it. I think that's the key of success right there is, you know, making sure the egos are leveled. Uh, we all have egos um, and, and, and we all want to do very well. So I think we're not going to put practice on, on ourselves, but certainly uh, we might on others. Simon Page, you know, that's a valid point. You've been in sports cars 10 years or so. Have you ever had the occasion to say that you were tired or a muscle cramp or something that maybe might have affected your performance, but you were afraid to admit to it? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Wow. Um, you know, especially I think for us, uh, I mean, as a, as a team, we're all champions. So it's, it's not like we have to prove as much as we used to. Um, but as a champion, you always want to prove to yourself mostly that you can do the job and, and do it the best you can. So, uh, even when, uh, you have a muscle cramp or, or things like that. You want to get back in the car and, and try to do the best job you can. So mm -hmm. it's, um, to me, it's a gauge. And before a race, my gauge is, uh, is at zero. And at the end of the race, I want it to be at a hundred. Uh, and a hundred is a great job. So, uh, if I have a muscle cramp and I can't do the last stint, it's never going to be at a hundred. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that's, that's how you gauge your satisfaction. Simon, looking at the current 2021 IndyCar Series schedule, once you get St. Pete out of the way, it's pretty much a steady race season for you guys. However, there's that lull between March 7th and April 11th with the streets of St. Petersburg and Barber Motorsports Park. Is there a chance that there might be a race or two filled in between the 7th of March to the April 11th? No idea. Right. <laughs> and frankly, I don't really care. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't make the rules. Yeah. Um, I don't make the, the schedule. I think the schedule is great. I think IndyCar is, is pushing in all the right directions to uh, make things happen. If it happens, if, if there are more races, great. Um, if there isn't, there's nothing I can do about it. So I'll just focus on my job. My job is to be ready for, when, for the first race and, and, and start this championship very strong. Um, I've got huge huge determination and motivation uh for 21 um so 
you know, uh, I, I make sure I'll be ready when, uh, regardless when the green flag, uh, uh, is being waved. Yeah. But hold on though. <laughs> Part of your job is also to be friends with Jimmy Johnson in the Cadillac at Daytona and then become his enemy. Haha. I'm kind of joking. Become his enemy. Come IndyCar season. True. It's very true. It's, um, yeah, we're being bi- we're gonna have to be bipolar. Mm. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. You know, it is it is what it is. He's uh, he's driving for uh, uh, another team, and and, and uh, I'm glad he's coming on board. Though I mean, it's it's really awesome to have Jimmy um, come to um, to IndyCar. Obviously, he brings with him such a a big following. You know, I'm sure there would be a lot of people from NASCAR wanting to watch what he's doing. And that's fantastic for IndyCar, for myself, for every other drivers and teams. What's in store for Norman, your dog, for Christmas? <laughs> well, we just, uh, this morning we went on a big walk. Um, right now, that's that's the most exciting part of these days. <laughs> big walks with Dad. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. The thing is, is you know, it, it's very different. He usually puts his um, his big coat to go to, uh, to France um, <laughs> in the concrete city of Paris. Uh, where it's cold and windy, uh, but uh, this year I think we're going to stay in North Carolina, just uh, staying safe, making sure I can race Daytona and not get COVID. Uh, I think that's a very different year for us, for everybody, wow. but uh, no travel. I, I won't be able to see my family, which is going to be very different. Um, a little mm-hmm. sad about that, quite frankly. It's, uh, it's going to be the first time I don't go back to France for Christmas uh, oh. my whole life, so... You know, luckily, um, I've got my wife with me here, um, and uh, we'll find a way to make Christmas entertaining. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, no joke aside, I have put so much light on the house um, <laughs> that it is Christmas every day right now. So uh, that, that's been fun. Do you have pictures on social? we got to see your house. Little. Oh, this is off limit. Off limit. Uh. But you do have a ton of lights. <laughs> you are, you're basically Christmas vacation. The entire place is completely lit. Yes, it is. It is. Nice. And I, I light it, it up every night at 4 p.m. because the electricity bill would be crazy otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let it on. I don't leave it on all day. It would be That's crazy. Beautiful. <laughs> well, buddy, you, it's always a pleasure when you roll in the Freak Nation. And typically, it's usually when you win a race. But, man, go out there and kick some ass for the 24, and we'll see you in 2021 with some race wins in the IndyCar Series, Simon. Awesome. Thank you. I hope it's my good luck for the whole year. I appreciate yes. it. Yes. Mojo, right, buddy. mojo, mojo. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays to you as well. Thank you. Second hour of the Freaks coming up and more Freakies. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. We're told that our guest in about 12 minutes has had a few pops. Or recovering from. Right. Exactly. Wayne Taylor. Wayne Taylor Racing. Uh, championship team owner in the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. His two sons have won championships. 
Ricky and Jordan Taylor. So Wayne Taylor will be joining us this hour. Also, Riley Herbst making some news as he joins Stuart Haas Racing for the Xfinity Series uh, for 2021. Speaking of 2021, Statman, we saw where the California NASCAR Cup race or NASCAR weekend was moved to the Roval uh, in Daytona. NHRA is not going to get cranking until the middle of March. So that takes away both Los Angeles and Phoenix. I believe they're going to start with Gainesville, Florida, typically their third event, right? Yes. They're, they're, it, it doesn't take them away. Oh, it, it doesn't moves take them. them. No, they're going, to, they're going to be in Phoenix. NHRA is going to be here in Phoenix in April. <laughs> so oh. that's when it starts to cook here in mm-hmm. April. Yeah, that could be hot. Uh, IndyCar, I, I don't think they start racing until like June, knowing oh, IndyCar. <laughs> they finish in July. You just talked to passionate about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. They start in March, and it's in Florida where DeSantis is letting everything go under the sun. Yeah. They'll that, race uh, for two consecutive weeks, and that'll be the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's – this is just – this is where it just gets funky uh, because I was talking. I asked Simon Pagano if he had any clue that if, if he felt that there was a chance that the Daytona 24 would not run. And I understand that the protocols are in place for no fans to be at at the races, but at the well, race, this will be fifty. Well, it, it there it'll be lessened fans. Any event in Florida is going off with much less fans. Well. Yes, I say that because there will be a new commander-in-chief by the time that happens. That's true. I, I say that, and I, I asked Statman this question. Where do you see other motorsports? You look at Supercross. They're going to be anchored to a stadium for three or four races three or four times for the year. Indianapolis, Phoenix, and where else? Some, was it Texas? I think it's Texas, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. They're supposed to start like they do every, or they have for at least the last 25 years in Anaheim, California, the first weekend of January. That's not happening. They have nothing planned in California for the season. Statman, what's your, what's your gut telling you about other motorsports series? Is it, uh, should we just be hoping that we, we get some kind of resemblance of what we had for 2020? Well, yeah, we keep our fingers crossed. It could be a little less, restrictive because of the vaccine that's coming online and uh, that will help some things and nascar proved that you could race tuesday wednesday because most of the stuff the money comes from television uh, and box office will be down obviously and that will hurt obviously but the point of the matter is that uh, most of the money comes from television and um, sponsors, like we found out with John Force last year, sponsors want to be able to activate. And if you don't have fans there, it's difficult to activate that sponsorship. Uh, so I think the, the biggest thing that we learned from this year is that you could race on more than Saturday and Sunday. You don't have mm-hmm. to be there for four days. You could come in. You don't have to have practice. Uh, so there's ways to accomplish the same thing, uh, including, like Supercross is doing, uh, bubbling some of the teams in one location. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see the changes and what does carry over from 2020. But I, I completely agree with you, Statman. There were some benefits in learning how to reschedule things in this wacky year that can absolutely play a part moving forward and help people from getting so tired on the road, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, and the bigger, there were lots of good things that came about. Yeah, the bigger issue, we talked about it uh, a month ago, maybe. They're saving money, not having to yeah. stay so long, travel so much, uh, go someplace, stay for a day, and split. That's all you need. Freak Nation, going to reset with some affiliates, getting to crash Gladys Pit News and Notes, and a championship team owner will be joining us coming up in about seven minutes. But first, let's welcome a big old round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. <laughs> Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. How you doing on a Sunday night? Lucas Oil Studios, Speed Freaks with Statman, Crash Gladys, yours truly, Kenny Sargent. Thank you guys for hanging out tonight, man. Chili, for the most part of the country, man, high of about... 65 degrees in Phoenix. Sorry about that, Minnesota. Uh, Columbus on the other end of the show right now. Right. You're not being very nice. Chilly. What was the high to, high 60 there? degrees, what? chilly. Come on. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> 60 degrees today for the Cardinals Giants game in New York. No, hey, man, true. this segment brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. You go to GeneralTire.com, check out the tire for your righteous truck, your SUV. We got some slush, some rain, some snow coming. You headed to the mountains. Make sure you're rolling on general tires. Crasher? We just talked about how grueling schedules are in motorsports. Well, probably the most grueling schedule in all of sports around the world is Formula One. And they finally wrapped up their changes in this wacky 2020. This weekend in Abu Dhabi, seven-time champ Lewis Hamilton returned after a couple of weeks off due to getting sick with COVID. And he was happy to finish on the podium in a rare third-place finish for him. But what really got me was his post-race quote. Listen to this. I knew that I wouldn't physically be where I've been the whole rest of the season, but I made it. Where there's a will, there's a way. I'm destroyed. I don't feel good, but I'm happy. I'm grateful I'm alive, and I live to fight another day. Wow. Okay, that's one of the most fit athletes in the world uh, after talking about what he actually went through with COVID-19. Your winner of today's race in Abu Dhabi, Max Verstappen, cruising to an easy win for the Red Bull Racing Team. The 24 Hours of Daytona is approaching. This week gave us a few announcements for next month's event, including the super team put together with a collaboration by Action Express Racing and NASCAR's Hendrick Motorsports. That lineup includes seven-time NASCAR champ Jimmy Johnson, Indy 500 and IndyCar champ Simon Pagano, Daytona and Le Mans winner Mike Rockefeller, and two-time Daytona winner Kamui Kobayashi. We just heard from Simon Pagano last hour. If you missed that interview, check it out, speedfreaks.tv. Simon's IndyCar team owner, Roger Penske, surprised his most gregarious driver, Elio Castroneves, this weekend with a bit of an unexpected Penske Hall of Fame induction. It was mostly virtual. Tim Sindrick traveling down to Miami. Well, the only guy to actually greet him in person. Several big-name drivers joined the Dirt Midget Showdown in Carolina this weekend. NASCAR stars Chase Briscoe and Kyle Larson splitting the feature wins. For all information on this week and throughout your holidays, racer.com and speedsport.com. Motorsports Radio, redefined.
Well, how are you using your time sequestered at home? Been staring at that unfinished hot rod or vintage sports car in the garage just looking for some DIY dirty hands work? Yeah? Well, how about changing your oil and topping it off with Lucas Oil Stabilizer or refreshing your brake line with new Lucas Oil brake fluid or give your prized possessions that like new shine with Lucas Oil Slickness products? It's homeschool time for you, buddy, and time to learn to do the basics to keep your ride on the road with Lucas Oil and Lucas Oil products. For more information, check them out, lucasoil.com. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Mav TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. Mav TV televises off road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. Mav TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. Mav TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MavTV.com for more racing information and to demand your Mav TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative. Funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Soil Studios, Freak Nation. We've been doing this for 20 freaking years. Crasher, you realize that, right? 20 years? Uh, yes, I do, because I've aged 20 years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hey, crazy. Hey, Wayne, right. Wayne, hold the hell on, bro. It's not your time yet. Holy smokes. Uh, no. he's, he's a multi-time champion, Kenny. You don't tell him to hold off. Uh, I, I get that. Uh, Wayne Taylor coming up in moments, but first, I want to remind <laughs> That's <laughs> so greatness. I want to remind the Freak Nation, this segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil, complete engine 
treatment, Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a multifunction cleaner that lubricates and takes care of all the innards of your engine. It's designed for use of both crankcase, fuel system, works in both gasoline, diesel engines. It's the smart choice as we roll into the cold winter months. Go with Complete Engine Treatment from our friends at Lucas Oil. For more information on the product spotlight, go to lucasoil.com. Wayne Taylor Racing, multi-time champion in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, grabbed him the Endurance Championship this year. He joins us now. And, Wayne, it's your turn to talk. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, what do you want me to talk about? Um, yeah, we've just, we've just come off an incredible season. Um, no, given, what what were you drinking last night? That's what I want to hear, Wayne. What, what what was your drink of choice? Well, I started out at um, uh, martinis. Mm-hmm. And then it went to champagne, and then it went to red wine. Oof. So it was a good Good combination. Good combination, except for your head the next day. Clearly, no, you were celebrating. You know, you, know, you know, I've been doing this for so long. I don't get headaches anymore. Oh, you're amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wait, Taylor, I guess that's what happens. You don't get hangovers. They don't want to mess with a multi-time champion. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's all part of it. Freak Nation, Wayne Taylor is a longtime friend of the Freaks. He's been coming into the Speed Freaks pits on radio and uh, visited us on television several times. Wayne, you had a great year. You won the 2020 Kimsa WeatherTech Endurance Championship, and your sons won their own championships in their own right. You won yours without their help. Quite an emotional year for the Taylor family. Yeah. You know, if you think back to 2017, I did it. Uh, we won Daytona with my boys and and uh, Jeff Gordon, which was uh, pretty crazy. And this year, um, no, in fact, immediately after that year, seventeen, Ricky had got invited to go to Roger Penske, so of course he he left. And then Jordan stayed with us through eighteen. And then Corvette called him back in 19, so I ended up with uh, WTR all on my own. Um, and, you know, this year was a weird year because of the COVID virus and the season, and it was difficult for everybody. And it was Jordan's first year in the Corvette program, and they won the GTLM class. And then literally going down to the wire at the last race, it was going to be either Ricky's team with Penske or my team <laughs> to win the championship. But prior to, prior to, it's um, quite complicated, I guess. The um, um, North American Endurance Cup. I've been trying to, I've been trying to win for four years, and so in order to plan it, like in your last, we went into the last race with with. Uh, um, a points lead, but you get points after every four hours. So we strategized to be sure that we were in the lead at, at um, four hours. And then we, normally, and this happens every time, as soon as we get to that point, my, my engineer says, are you sure we want to do this? Why don't we just go for the win? I said, well, we'll go for the win after we try and win the NAC. And um, so we gained the points, and literally half an hour later, we ended up uh, tangled with another car and got damaged. So we at least clinched that championship. And then Ricky's car broke and our car broke. And, I mean, can you believe it? Both of us, 
Well, Ricky won the championship finishing seventh, and we ended up, you know, winning the um, NAEC and losing the driver championship. So it was pretty good because both both boys winning for two other teams and then my team winning. It was um, I couldn't have scripted that any better. I think. Yeah, it's so. it's so interesting because. It's awesome to win as a family together, and you guys have that. But now winning as a family but separately, it's a whole different slew of emotions, isn't it? It's totally. And um, one, of the, one of the difficult parts I had with Ricky driving for Penske is that uh, I'd be on the timing stand on my seat there next to the engineer and, and uh, Logan, and um, <laughs> I would get so excited if Ricky was getting into the lead or whatever, and I would, I would just shout out, yes, good move. <laughs> and, and everybody would turn and say, which car are you watching? Because our car's not even anywhere. Close. I said, oh, I'm watching the wrong car. <laughs> and, and Jordan was saying that at um, the last race at, uh, at Sebring, <laughs> for the last half an hour, he found himself watching Ricky the whole half hour. So it was it was funny during the course of these three years with Ricky that I ended up watching him, what he was doing, and, and getting caught at, at the same time. So, so suffice it to yeah. say, though, it's good. You've got Ricky coming back next year, and it's kind of funny. You've got the team that won the championship coming back to drive for you. Of course, your son, Ricky Taylor, and Elio Castroneves. Not too shabby. Yeah, so... He left me as uh, the champion, and now he's coming back as a two-time champion. Ooh. And we've got um, uh, his permanent teammates going to be um, Philippe Albuquerque, who's won Le Mans and many different races. And I think he, ran, he won the World Endurance Championship this year. And then for the long-distance races, we got Alexander Rossi and Helio. And the reason for that picking those guys was, other than the fact that they're really good at this was the fact that we now are running the cars that Penske ran and so all three guys that are going to be running the long distance races have all driven this car for the last three years so at least we got one consistent um, component sorted out which is the drivers and so this program started really really late so it's going to be a scramble to get to the 24 hour that I, I can tell you. Yeah, but isn't that, that just kind of par for the course the way 2020 has gone? You put a, together a program late in the in the game. Oh, well, I think you guys, with how talented you are in Wayne Taylor Racing, you're going to figure it out. Well, yeah, we, we have to figure it out. And then there's such a big change to the format of the weekend. There's no more rule, which is normally that first week in January. Thank God they changed it this year to be the weekend before. So it gives us a little bit more time to to prep the cars. And um, I'm flying up there on Tuesday. Ricky's flying up, I think, on Wednesday. And I'll be decaling the car all day Wednesday and Thursday. And then coming back and taking some time off and then getting ready for the for the big month of January. Multi-time champion team owner, Wayne Taylor from Wayne Taylor Racing, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Of course, Simpson WeatherTech Sports Car Championship uh, team owner, Wayne Taylor, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Are you sure you're not sipping back on some wine right now with your 
your smoker's hat and your smoker's jacket? Because you seem awfully calm and cool and collected right about now. Yeah, it's not normal, really. I know um, it. What's the deal, buddy? No, it's um, – I don't know. I just um, – I don't ever really relax. But I guess today I did. I think I was scared of getting on the radio with you guys. Yeah. the wrong thing. <laughs> but no, I can tell you I'm sipping on a bottle of Evian water. How's that? There you go. Wayne, have you made the adjustments mentally and financially to where you could maybe repeat this year, a championship year at the racetrack? Well, unfortunately, it looks like we certainly are going to have to start that um, certainly at the beginning of the year. But it's funny, I was walking through Home Depot yesterday with my mask on <laughs> and I was looking at everybody wearing masks and it's got to the point where it's become normal life to see this. You, you sort of have forgotten about what it's like to walk around with no mask on. Um, but, you know, IMSA are doing a pretty good job. Like at Sebring, I think they allowed 50% um, uh, of, of uh, spectators to come in. And I think they'll do the same at Daytona. I think um, there's going to be very little access for the fans uh, in the close-up and autograph sessions. I don't think will happen. And we have been restricted to people, but being Daytona for a two-weekend event, they're allowing more people. Um, you know, so far, throughout all the races we've had, nobody's actually got the virus. So I think they're doing a good job of it, but it is it is really tough to go to a race weekend. And, uh, you know, when we first went back and have no spectators. And Daytona is going to be the real shock because it's sort of our home race. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've always got so many fans that come out, but now they're not even going to be able to get very close to us because they call it the bubble. We all live in this bubble area, which is in the paddock and the motorhomes and the um, transports and stuff. And, you know, nobody can get in there. And so, in one way, it's quite good because you don't get um, pulled around and you know, ask stupid questions and um, <laughs> stuff like that. There's a bit of a relief, but you know, the sponsors have put up their money for this. Part of it that's important to them is to be able to come with their customers to the track, but more so than come to the track, but also be able to come right up to the uh, to the pit stand and and get a feeling for what it's like for us and and understanding the race. So, you know, if we have to do it, then. You know, we'll do it, but it's not its not ideal. It's not ideal. Speaking of, we need to be saying Konica Minolta in like every other sentence here. So they do get their money's worth <laughs> for crying out loud. At least, though, 2021, fingers crossed, it's not going to be like 2020 in the sense that you win Daytona and then suddenly the entire schedule is pulled out from underneath you because the entire country shuts down. And then for racing until July. So explain the emotions and the, the the frustrations with that from this past year and at least how you won't have to deal with that this year. Well, you know, when it first came out this year, the good thing about it was that we just won the 24 hours. Yeah. It was the longest period of time where we could say we won the last race because <laughs> that's how you get gauged as you as good as you were in your last race. Um the first lockdown of eight weeks or something, it was quite a change and quite relaxing, to be honest. Yeah. But then there's the panic that sets in 
whereby, you know, sponsors have the right to um, uh, withdraw if there's races cancelled. But IMSA did a great job in working out that we were still able to finish the championship. Um, but I can't imagine. I can't imagine what I'm watching on TV about um, these people in New York closing down everything. California's closing all restaurants down, everything, and it's bloody infuriating to see all this crap going on when they don't even know what they're talking about. Because quite honestly, I've spoken to some some really heavyweight doctors around the country, and it's the same thing. And that is very simple, you know, wash your hands 10 times a day with soap and then sanitize, wear a mask if you're going out and social distance and touch wood. That's none of our racing team, none of my family have got involved, but you see all these, you know, closing down these restaurants, closing down these people. And, and if they, they don't understand they're closing the economy down. And so how do you, in our sport, which, which, um, you know, lives off sponsorship, how do you sell this to sponsors? I've got to tell you what a great partnership I have with Conica Minolta. They're, they're almost in every stick and ball sport in the country, and golf being their biggest, they've actually slashed all these sponsorships and, and kept mine alive, which is just unbelievable that people like Rick Taylor, the CEO, and Mike Matei, who runs the motorsport department, keep it going. And all I can think is that at least we must be doing a good job, not just, you know, winning races. It's not about just winning races anymore. It's about looking after these uh, clients of theirs and, and helping them generate business. Wayne Taylor, Wayne Taylor Racing, one of the most successful sports car programs in all of racing here in America. Wayne, we won't tell anybody, but any ideas what uh, your sons, Jordan and Ricky, might have waiting for them from Santa Claus? I, you know, I don't even know. Well, firstly, firstly, it's Hanukkah because they're, they're yeah. Jewish kids, so they have they have everything that they get something. But you know what? They get more than anybody do anyway on any given day. So <laughs> no, um, I'll just provide a good car for Ricky and make sure he's got a car that he can win races in. And um, yeah, that'll be it. Hey, Wayne, as always, it's yes. greatness when you're rolling the Freak Nation, buddy. Happy holidays to you, and we're looking forward Thanks. to hopefully getting a bro hug into in there somewhere for 2021. Thanks guys. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much. See you buddy. And Perfect. you and you guys have a great holiday. Why do I just feel like he was just had his feet kicked up on the couch? <laughs> Cuz he did. Maybe scratch scratch at a portion of his body. Okay. Occasionally <laughs> during that interview. <laughs> oh yeah. Greatness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Code of a moment. <laughs> Your stat man scat moments. And we continue on with our freakies with race of the year. It's next. Watching the ceremony at the start of Sunday's Formula One race in Abu Dhabi, it hit me. What a shame it would be to see this year's ceremonial calls for change be reduced to ritual in the future. Formula One drivers have spent the year calling for an end to racism. Hopefully someone watching this year has had their heart changed 
Somehow, it would be sad to see the 2020 protests, pleadings, and politics just surrender into ritual in 2021. The pandemic has stolen much more than time and events in the past nine months. For many, the sickness and death has stolen the will to overcome. Can the intensity of motor racing and the competition of sport help ignite human will again and change the normal that created the upheavals of 2020? Let's hope so. There's too much at stake to see 2020 become ritual in 2021. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. For a snappy little holiday album, CD, download, whatever the hell we're doing now. Rob Halford's Celestial came out last year. Oh, yeah. All right, man, we continue on with our freakies, Freak Nation. Race of the year. Crasher, what's your race of the year? Two weeks ago or last week? Okay, there could be recency bias here. But when you and your teammate are leading a race and just dominating and then your pit crew just completely screws up your tire selection. Jeez. And then, oh, yeah, the guy that comes from last place <laughs> yeah. after the first lap crash to win the race, Sergio Perez, it's got to be Bahrain, Formula One, just last weekend. And I know, again, recency bias. There are other wacky races. This is a wacky year. But I, I, I'm going with that one and I'm not changing my mind. I'm going with kind of a 1A and 1B, and that's Chase Elliott having to race his way in in Martinsville. Okay, speaking of coming from the back to the front, his Phoenix race. Yeah, and then, of course, Phoenix. And again, a crew member screwing things up for Chase Elliott. Imagine that stat, man. You win nine races, Kevin Harvick, yet you don't make it into the final four in Phoenix (laughs) to win the championship. Well, Chase Elliott... And, and Stat, you've talked about this for the tw- for 20 years, putting yourself, regardless of the playoffs, regardless of what you're running, just putting yourself in the position to win at the right time of the season. Mine goes to Chase Elliott, Martinsville 1A and Phoenix 1B. I have to go with the recency bias, too, because there's yeah. all sorts of – uh, the what do you call those sim races that they had all year long yes. that we haven't even thought about and that changed all of racing just to think that that could be a real deal but my race of the year was rally monza uh the mm. last of seven events uh, held at a racetrack uh stages that were run around a racetrack uh the the guy that went into the race all he had to do was finish fourth he slid off the road on one of the mountain stages. They ran outside the racetrack, lost to uh, Sebastian Auger, his teammate, and Auger won his seventh title in eight years just before retiring. Yeah. <laughs> oops. All you got to do is finish fourth. And, All you oops. And yeah. we were we talked a little bit about that last week, didn't we? 
Yeah, it it it, yeah. it was crazy. All he had to do was finish fourth, and uh, he got his his first world championship. One of the few British drivers to win the World Rally Championship, and like Crash said, oops. <laughs> what are you hearing? We've got uh, about a minute. What What are you hearing about Rally next year and their concrete schedule? Well, they've got 12 events scheduled. That's kind of the norm. Uh, and the normal places they go, Monte Carlo and so forth, Sweden. But uh, yeah, everything is up in the air until the virus goes home, until somebody can step on it and sweep it under the rug. Uh, that's going to be the ultimate, how do we deal with this? Coming up next segment, Riley Herbst, who's now driving for Stuart Haas Racing in the Xfinity Series. That announcement was made this week. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation, and we'll get to our Freak of the Year with our Freakin' Freakies. Coming up. Sports Radio, redefined. Lucas Complete Engine Treatment. It's a new multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. It's designed for use in both engine oil and fuel systems. It cleans and lubricates the entire gas or diesel fuel system from the tank to injectors. It contains special Lucas additives that cause the fuel to burn thoroughly and help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It works. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the Speed Wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive mud terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. 
Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. It's one of the OGs, baby. It's a multifunction cleaner plus lubricant from our good friends at Lucas Oil. It's designed for both crankcase and fuel systems. Works for both gasoline and diesel engines. Removes harmful deposits, gum and varnish. Improves cold temperature fluidity. It's a big deal here, especially in the colder months. Check it out at lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com, the product spotlight of the week. And Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. News came out this week that Riley Herbst uh, spent some time in the Arca Series, ran Xfinity last year, uh, and will be running full-time with Stuart Haas Racing this year. We caught up with him earlier. Uh, He comes from a long line of family members that did a lot of desert racing, but him ah, didn't really touch in it or touch on it. But Crasher kicked it off with Riley Herbst talking about it's a big damn deal with Riley joining up with Stuart Haas Racing here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. But communication is so key. And now that you've got, let's hope, fingers crossed, a full actual season that will be under your belt in 2021 with Richard as your crew chief. How have you guys started talking now about how you're going to approach this year? Again, assuming that everything is normal in 2021. Yeah, exactly. I hope everything is normal or (laughs) kind of going back to the beginning of last year with fans and full practices and things of that nature. But, uh, yeah, me and Richard have began our conversations and started building our relationship. Um, you know how important that is between the driver and the crew chiefs. And I think we're off to a really good start. Off to a good start. How are you already to the point of being able to joke back and forth with each other? I mean, you gotta be serious for a while and then you gotta really be comfortable with each other. Yeah, of course. The comfortability becomes a relationship, and that's when the trust starts to evolve between the two parties. And um, I think we're on our way there. We've definitely told some jokes to each other and whatnot. So, uh, like I said, we're really hitting the ground running. Have you been able to now notice a difference between, and, and I don't mean good or bad by any stretch of the imagination, just a difference in how things will be done, Joe Gibbs Racing versus Stuart Haas Racing? Um, I'm starting to pick it up a little bit. Um there's many differences, but you'd be surprised how many similarities there are between the two organizations. Um, both really great people, and they both build really fast race cars, and uh, hoping that the Stuart Haas guys have a little bit faster race cars and uh, allow us to go to victory lane. Riley Herbst joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night at Speed Freaks on Twitter. Let's talk a little bit about, again, nothing's normal yet. And coming back to the West Coast, that's your home area. I know it's Las Vegas. It's not It's not Los Angeles. But Los Angeles has already been taken off the beginning of the calendar. Do you expect more of these things to happen? What are you guys talking about as drivers as far as, you know, feeling the need to find that sense of normalcy again with changes already happening to the beginning of the calendar next year? 
yeah, I hope Las Vegas doesn't get taken off the schedule. That'd be a really big bummer. Um, California Auto Club was a big bummer to me as well. I really like that racetrack. I enjoyed going out to Los Angeles um, to race there. So, um, but hats off to NASCAR to like be quick on their feet and fill that um, track with another track at the Daytona Road Course. So hopefully that's the only um, change we had to our schedule. You know, talk a little bit about that because NASCAR. I believe other sports series around the country were really looking at NASCAR because of how they approach things. They were one of the first sporting series sanctioning bodies to actually address COVID and allow events to go back on. How was it with you guys and your communication with NASCAR? I mean, whether it's Phelps or O'Donnell, I mean, these guys, like you said, hats off to NASCAR. They did something that the entire nation followed. How was that for you this year? And was it easier or difficult to kind of navigate? Yeah, I think as an industry as a whole, and especially the people uh, up in the upper offices at NASCAR need to be really proud of themselves for putting on a full, um, not just one series, but three series, a full schedule for all the racing series and, um, hats off to them working tirelessly late nights, early mornings. So, um, that was really cool. And I definitely think that the whole world and, um, all the other sports leagues took note for sure. Riley Herbst is in the speed freaks bits. Riley, any discussions about you maybe driving for Stuart Haas in some cup races next year? No, not at all. <laughs> None. We, uh, we're focused on the Xfinity Series and um, trying to go contend for a championship. Of the tracks from last year, now looking into 2021, which ones do you do you really like a lot more than some of the others? Besides uh, Vegas, I should say. Yeah, um, I like a lot of them. Um, Dover up in Delaware is a really fun racetrack. Um, Texas, Kansas, um, big mile and a half fans. So, I'm um, looking forward to starting fast and starting early at the mile and a half. So I think our first one's lost. Actually, our first one's Homestead. So um, it's going to be fun to get down to Homestead in the third race of the year. Riley Herbst, what is the protocol for getting some track time in the Xfinity Series for next year? Do you know what the rules are surrounding you getting on the racetrack in the off season? I think the rules are pretty set in stone right now. Um, I think we have six or seven practices. Um, what I mean by that is six or seven race weeks. Um, that we had previous that most of the fans would recall where you have um, the multiple day shows with practice and qualifying and then race. Uh, so only seven of those and the other ones, um, the majority of our season will be like um, the last six months or so. Did you we, like that? I mean, it's a change, but did you like it? Yeah, it's definitely a big change. Um, me being uh, less experienced and kind of a rookie, I definitely wanted all the practice and track time I could get. So I wasn't a big fan of it at all. No, but we had to do what we had to do. And I'm happy we did do it. When we've had you on the show several times before, we always talk about you, the history of off-road with your family and dirt racing and, and off-road and desert racing. Does that bring, and I, I forget if, we, if we've asked you this, does that help you on these road courses uh, in these stock cars, that experience on the dirt? Uh, not really. Definitely um, completely different types of race cars and racetracks and things like that. It's just cool um, to have a little bit of a history background um, with my family and racing. But uh, the correlation is is not too much at all. Well, that, what does probably, translate, though? Because there's got to be something that translates. The competition side, uh, I guess I would <laughs> yeah. say. That's probably the closest thing. Uh, wanting to win races and um, love the feeling of competing. But that's probably as much as we uh, can correlate. I'm curious about that because I've heard from off-road guys that have gone stock car racing, and they, they there are certain feels that they get it, get in the wheel that they don't think that a guy that's just used to pavement or just going around and around in circles that there's just something different there, whether it's a mentality or the feel of the car. But for you, that's really not much difference. 
Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit of the car control, but like I said, I haven't done too much of off-road racing, so um, I, my whole life has basically been on the pavement, so um, not too much experience at all on the right. dirt, uh, maybe if I was a little kid, uh, probably eight years old, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, you just associate the name Hertz with desert racing and off-road racing. You think, holy smokes, the guy was born you know, in a, in a Pro 4 truck. That's just the, what you assume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did that go as far as discussions at the family dinner table? You're like, no, nah, that's not going to be my career path. I want to go on the asphalt. Uh, it was it was a bit odd at the first, but my whole family was definitely supportive about it um, from my grandfather and my uncles and, of course, my immediate family with my mom and dad. But, uh, yeah, they were a bit confused when I said I didn't want to race um, dirt with them. I wanted to go asphalt racing. So, um, But it's cool. It's all worked out kind of for the good now. Did you talk to the Robbie Gordons and the Jimmy Johnsons of the world, kind of knowing, you know, with family relationships about how to make the move into asphalt or into NASCAR in particular? Because, hey, they kind of had the connections for you, you off-road family, so to speak. Yeah. Um, one thing that they both of them said, um, and they didn't talk to each other, but they both told <laughs> me that it was going to be the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And um, they definitely were true how hard and grueling <laughs> the sport is to make it. But um, it's definitely worth it. Tell me what you mean by that. Is it just the the number of races? Is it the length of the races? What is so difficult about making that transition? Um, just how grueling the sport is. Um, like put it bluntly, just how cutthroat this industry is, and <laughs> uh, how many racers are trying to vibe for such small spots and kind of in off road racing. If you want to race, you can race. There's no set limits or anything like that. So uh, that's definitely the biggest thing. That's a great point. It's also something that I would imagine you've had to learn when you started running on asphalt back in the day, whether it was Irwindale or Las Vegas or somewhere in Bakersfield, that you you saw that window getting smaller and smaller to where you got a taste of that cutthroat mentality. Yeah, absolutely. The competition on the asphalt is um, nothing like nothing I've ever seen before. And uh, that just shows on Sundays those are the best drivers in the world um, and competing in stock cars, which is so cool for me. I'm still a fan of the sport for me to watch every Sunday. Riley, who do you trust most on the track to race side by side with? And who do you trust most off the track to give you the best advice? Uh, that's a tough one. I think anybody with the most experience and um, knowledge on the racetrack, I'm definitely comfortable racing around. Um, and off the racetrack, I got some buddies um, who are also in this racing industry that we talk about and hang out with, uh, don't really talk too much racing, just kind of hang out like every average teenagers and things like that. Again, back to that comfortability, instead of talking shop all the time, just being comfortable because that does translate whether people think so or not, it translates eventually into your job as well on the track. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's good to be hundred percent focused on racing, but sometimes you also got to take a step back and, um, enjoy life a little bit as well. Heck yeah. Where can we get a Riley Herbst mask for, to protect myself from COVID-19. Uh, Riley Herbst.store. I think they have some. <laughs> <laughs> it was just right there, Kenny. Yeah, I just, Christmas I is coming. I couldn't imagine there being a 21-year-old having to social distance. That's got to be tough as hell, man. It is tough, but um, we're all in the same boat here together. Um, we're all working together to try to get out of out of the situation <laughs> that we're in. We're almost there. We're almost there. Hey, Keep Riley, going. thanks for doing this, buddy. Good luck to you in 2021. I'm sure we'll be talking to you a number of times, bud. Yep. Thank you. I hope so. See ya. See thanks, ya. guys. Riley Herbst getting set to 
Run a full season with Stuart Haas Racing. Doing my best, stat man, to keep Crash awake over there. <laughs> Denver fell asleep it's there. Been a, <laughs> yes, it's been a long weekend. We, I mean, it's a weekend. We're supposed to be able to sleep in at least one of the two days, right? I was up at 5.30 on Saturday for mm-hmm. some of Henley's activities, and then today was pretty much 6 or 6.10. I, I don't remember when I woke up, but it was in the 6 o'clock hour. No bueno. I'm tired. Man, Statman, we've been doing this for 20 years. If you would have said in 2001, Kitty, you're going to have a daughter that's going to be in the freaking nutcracker as a cherry blossom or a what – is, what, is what is she? She's, she's a china doll. She's an right? angel, and she's a chubby tummy mouse. Yes. <laughs> hey, I had a granddaughter that was in the Nutcracker at the Dorothy Chandler yeah. Pavilion, dude. Whoa! Hey, Ooh. you know, dancing for Debbie Allen Dance Academy. Wow! Oh, you know what? At the very beginning of all the lockdowns and shutdowns, in back in March, Debbie Allen was the one that brought dance to right. virtual and almost open. I, I would credit her for opening up all the ideas of doing virtual business throughout all of 2020 henley was sat in front of that computer with debbie allen on the screen at the mid to end of march and danced her little butt off i, I loved that that was so cool of her you know debbie allen could be our freak of the year she could close right. yeah you know i'm going to give my freak of the year for our last award for our freakies for 2020 to the entire series of nascar Ah. Steve, Steve Phelps. Yep. Steve O'Donnell, Steve, Steve Phelps. Yep. I just, the whole umbrella. Granted, they're not as far as we'd like to. Well, I personally would like to see them go, but my goodness, this time last year, if you would have told me, Statman, that these changes were coming, good, bad, and different, that this was going to happen with Bubba Wallace, that this was going to happen with the flag. Holy On top smokes. of COVID-19? On top of a 2021 schedule that looks nothing like it did 10 years ago. Oh, and right, still right, room yeah. to change. Mm-hmm. Uh, my freak of the year goes to NASCAR. That's good. Crasher, who is your freak of the year? Well, I was in the same vein, but not as broad. And yours covers so much more territory, oh. but... I racing and e racing and you know exactly, electronic racing exactly. and internet racing. I was going with Bubba Wallace as my freak of the year because what he had to endure this year was just insane, and he did it, I think, very well, and was thrust into the spotlight and forced to say some things that maybe he wasn't comfortable with, but damn it, if he didn't do it, and and he was awesome for it, and then was kind of rewarded with a really cool promotion changing teams for next year joining forces with michael jordan i mean yeah it's just thank you bubba wallace for just being you not listening to all the freaking hatred out there and just continuing to put your foot down with nascar and helping to make change damn yeah you go from at least the namesake of one of the greatest nascar drivers ever in richard petty and in arguably the greatest basketball player ever come on Statman, your freak of the year? Travis Pastrana. He, uh, <laughs> he took over the Jim Connor franchise from oh, Ken Block. Travis so Pastrana takeover, ultimate hometown shred. And get this, 9.5 million views on YouTube in the first five days. 
that, <laughs> that was more than 60 minutes last week. <laughs> and I would not have known that that was happening unless I followed you on Facebook and I saw you post that. And I sat there for, what, nine, ten minutes watching that whole damn thing. Wasn't it wild? every minute of it. Yes. Wasn't it wild? Yeah. No, that's that's a huge franchise. Millions upon millions, hundreds of millions of people have watched that. And he's taken it over from Ken Block. It's going to be huge. Wow. More people uh, saw yeah. that in the last five days than watched 60 Minutes last Sunday. So he's he's taking we got six seconds. He's taking Jim Connor over. Yeah, that's the first yeah, that's of the great. first of the ones that uh, he's going to do. Wow. Yeah, some of them may be answered cool. by Ken Block. Ken Block says he might answer some of them. All right. Wow. Challenge accepted. Yes. So, all right, Freak Nation. It's our last live show of the year. Oh my gosh, we made it. I know. It. Next time we'll talk to it, it'll be twenty twenty one. <laughs> okay. And the vaccine is starting tomorrow. Mm. Yes. Still drinking though, man. Well, yeah. Mm. Some things never change. Stat man for uh, 2020, the last live shoot the juice, shoot the juice to the moose and cut it loose. Zip. Motorsports Radio, redefined.